0: everybody, welcome back to Franchise Tag. So believe it or not, football isn't over. The XFL kicks off this weekend, Saturday, February 8th uh, and February 9th. And today we have a special guest on the phone today to help us talk a little bit about the XFL and his journey getting to the XFL. It's none other than Jake Payne, defensive end of the St. Louis Battlehawks. Jake, thanks for taking the time. How you doing, man? Doing good, man.
1: How are you guys doing?
0: Good. You got Eric and Chris here. Uh, how are you feeling going into the game this Sunday?
1: Uh, I'm ready to go. We're, I know the team's all ready to play. We're all super excited, man. Ready to get back out on the field.
0: So how has um you know the preseason gone? How is the whole draft process go like um, the whole thing go through where you know you're going through this whole process of a brand new league that's familiar to a lot of people, especially back in the day when they were active and, and now it's back um as as brand new as ever so how did you know the whole process getting into the xFL go from, from the start? it was
1: um it was actually really smooth uh, you know they were always very you know open about. How things are gonna be ran, the dates of you know camp, payment, everything. Um, you know, so I, I mean, I'd say I thought it was pretty pretty good the way they did everything and and I mean the preseason was um, the preseason was really run very well. Uh, we had a really good preseason camp in St. Louis, um, you know, shout out to our coaches for taking care of us and you know not running us into the dirt. Um, So we're all definitely, just like I said, ready to get after it on
0: Sunday. So not only are you on the phone with us today to talk to us about the XFL, especially going into the game um, against the Dallas Renegades, and you're on the road for that. We'll talk about that in a second. But most importantly, what intrigued us the most, and of course you followed us on social media and we were able to reach out to you, um, your your journey overall when I looked looked into – you know, where you went to college and your whole journey heading into the XFL. It's actually, you know, it's something special, especially, and that tells a lot about the XFL because a lot of people's journeys are like that. But yours in particular was very fascinating to me because you go through a D3 school, uh, Shenandoah University in Virginia. Um, you are a starter as a freshman and headed into your next couple of years, you end up being a conference player of the year, your senior year, and you decided to keep on playing football. What, act- what actually um, came to you where, you know, you had to make that decision where you wanted to keep playing instead of stop to stop playing. Um, what came around where you wanted to make that decision?
1: Um, I, I don't really, I don't really know if it was ever one specific time. It was just, um, and I've said this before, you know, it, for me, it's always just been about trying to become a better football player. And that's how my mentality has been, you know, really since my senior year of high school. Um, and then going into college, you know, the freshman getting to start, uh then my sophomore year I ended up getting all conference junior year first team and it's always just been about continuing to get better and better and I think it was actually my sophomore year I was working out um in the gym I guess if there was ever one time I could think about where I was like oh I should try and go pro so it was my sophomore year of college and I was talking with one of my buddies he was a freshman in college at Liberty and and we were just like, man, like, I think we could, like, I think we could do that, dude. I think we could play pro. And, you know, just seeing, like, you know, we we'll watch all these guys play in the professionals. And I was like, you know, size-wise, like, I, I could get to that size. I could get to that speed. And, um, <clears throat> you know, so then it's just, like I said, it just became about, like, building, you know, building blocks every day. Trying to take it one day at a time, get better that day. And those days add up. Um, and that's how I've gotten here. Uh, you know, in college, it was tough. My school was very, they were really cool with obviously me pursuing my goal of, you know, I had to withdraw my senior year of college, um, because, you know, division three school, nobody ever goes pro. Right. So like I had to withdraw, uh, the last semester of college, I had one semester left and I had, to, I had to withdraw to go down to Tampa, um, to do my combine training. And it was, you know, big risk, but it was something like they were, they were like, look, we'll hold, you know, all your academics and stuff. Go do this. If it doesn't work out, you come back and finish up school, Uh, which I ended up like a year or so later, I ended up going back and finishing. Um, But, you know, it's just always for me about trying to continue to pursue not necessarily the dream of playing in the NFL, but for me it's just seeing
0: how good of a football player I can become. Absolutely. And so you actually, I don't know if this was during your time in college or this was afterwards, maybe after you, you withdrew your senior year, you were sending and spamming uh, scouts and coaches, anything affiliated with the NFL. Um, I guess you were either doing that on, you know, I guess social media, either Twitter and Instagram, not sure which one. Um, and someone told you to stop sending, uh, you know, clips from, um, from your um, – your college years and then i guess you ran into someone who actually knew someone and, and uh got you some calls to some yeah. camps right it was so
1: like my senior year of college um i knew i wasn't going to get the exposure of you know a big school guy and so i would just sit on twitter like after every game like the next day for like 8 hours just like till till i was put in twitter jail i would just <laughs> sit there and just type i would type in like the search bar you know nfl draft draft scout you know analyst anything and anyone that came up i was sending them my film and it would just be like clips from that week and then i'd go through and i'd the next week and then i'd just reply to the previous message send them this week's film
0: right
1: and like i said i mean you know 98 percent of people ignored me one percent told me to you know go kick rocks and stop messaging them and but then you know there was a handful of guys who that legitimately like i'm here now because i did that like i would not have gotten a shot anywhere like that got me a shot um i did a cgs i went to the cgs all-star game
2: right
1: and they were they were really i really like what they do i still stay in contact with them um they have a really good thing going on there, uh, the All-Star game. And it was – I interviewed with 22 NFL teams after the first day of practice.
0: Wow. Because I,
1: I killed it the first day, interviewed with 22 NFL teams. Um, so I got a lot of exposure from that. I got there from Twitter. Uh, some guy knew a Steeler scout. That Steeler scout came to my school the next – like two weeks later. And, you know, came and worked me out. So, like, you know, I I, I really believe, like <clears> – <throat> That, would, that played a huge part in me being able to continue my career.
0: It's just crazy how for a guy like you going to a D3 school and it's mostly unlikely that you could see the field for the NFL, let alone you know get invites to mini camps and stuff like that. There's a lot of players who are D1 athletes and know from the beginning my goal is to get to the NFL – and it's kind of like for you, I just love how the journey is like I'm realizing every step of the way I can continue to play, and I know I could play, and I could play at that level with the, with these professional athletes in the NFL or whatever league I play in that that's just such a phenomenal thing to me. I love that yeah, I mean,
1: you know as a as a Christian, you know I've always you know been led by faith, and it's just, I know God's got a plan, and i can't I don't know where that's going to take me, right, but I do know. When I get there, I'm going to be ready, one. Two, that I'm just going to keep working, and you know, it's going to lead to, to, to success. It, and, and at the end of the day, it's, you know, like I said before, it's not necessarily a goal to make it to the NFL. It's a goal to be the best football player I can be. Do I believe that I will be in the NFL? Yes. I, I know for a fact that if I continue to work and continue to get better and become the best football player I can be, I'll be, I, I, I can compete in the
0: NFL. So the journey continued, especially after getting those minicamp invites. Like you were signed to an Australian league that fell through. You were signed to the Alouettes and the CFL. but got cut right before flying out. Um, I think it was in uh, March, 2017. And then you tried out for the arena football league, where it was in the local area of DC uh, for the Valor. Did you end up making that championship game that first year you were there? or Was it your second year? That was my second year. Gotcha. Um,
1: yeah, so then again, I mean, you know, you just talk about a crazy turn of events. Um, getting cut from Montreal the day before I was supposed to fly up for minicamp. Right after the GM called me and told me that they released me, um, the second the the phone hung up, I called the head coach Benji of the Washington Valor. Or well, he the D line coach. My fault. Um, Benji, Coach McDowell, the um, D-line coach with the Valor, I told him, like, hey, you know, I just got released. Can I come up? He's like, look, the, we got, you got one more day at camp. Last day is tomorrow. You get up here tonight, we'll get you in tomorrow. So I went in, did, like, one-on-ones, and, you know, did good enough to stick around. Um, and then he, he ended up becoming the head coach the second year, and that was the year we had won the championship.
0: And then shortly uh, after that championship, high. was that when the, the AF began? Right after that, right?
1: Yes, that was the year that the AAF had begun. So I'd gotten signed, you know, a couple, a little bit after that, uh, like you know, a month or two after the championship game, I was signed with Birmingham.
0: So I know the AF is more like area based, like it's kind of like closest to where you reside. Um, you ended up signing to the Birmingham Iron. How did that come about?
1: I had signed with Birmingham, I believe well it it actually worked out great because Trey Brown, who was the the v p of operations there um, he was with the Philadelphia Eagles and he was the one that was trying to get them to sign me when I was coming out of college, and I ended up getting the mini camp invite um, Then he called me he's like, "Dude, I'm with Birmingham. you know I know you've sent I'd already sent my stuff out to all the teams. He's added we got your stuff like." I I remember you from Philadelphia. Like I, I want you here. Um, and he's now the head dude at St. Louis.
0: Awesome. You know the head. He's
1: like the the GMVP of, of St. Louis. Right. <clears throat> um. Yeah. So it's just you know the way things work out in this business is crazy.
0: It is crazy, um, 100%. You know. Actually, me and my co-host, Chris, uh, right beside me here, I'm sure he's got some questions for you, too, in a little bit. I'm <laughs> kind of just crowding you with all these questions, but um, uh, we were actually fans of the Birmingham Iron. I remember telling him, like, yo, this team is legit, and I remember right before the playoffs that it ended, ended up folding, and we were so bummed about that, because we were also watching the Apollos, and we we're like, they're also a good team. I like to see these teams square off against each other, and you guys were just on a roll. We were fans of Luis Perez, who's on the Birmingham Iron. We also love watching uh, Trent Richardson, as well, because it was like, we know this guy's got some fuel in the tank and then defense was phenomenal too so it was like it was just such a bummer not to see you guys compete in um, a playoff atmosphere in the aaf in its first year it was definitely a tough thing to not see for sure
1: yeah i mean you know it 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 was unfortunate we were we had really hit a hot streak um and i i believe it 100 percent that we were going to win the the league um we were going to go down we were going to we were going to go beat arizona we were going to we had already secured a spot in the playoffs. Right, we were going to beat Orlando that first round of playoffs, um, and the West Coast teams couldn't touch the East Coast teams. So, <laughs> yeah, I wasn't worried about the championship game. It just came down to us Orlando in that, that first round. But you know, I mean, that's it was a it was a really good experience. Um, I had some great coaching, and I, I became a much better player from playing in it. Uh, so looking back on it, I mean, you know, I, I really. It was a really good thing for me, and now I I, I think me and there's a quite a few other Birmingham guys on this team, um, and we're just looking to pick up where we left off.
0: Yeah man and what's crazy is about the AAF it's like opportunities don't come like this that often. It was already there was already a little bit of rumblings about the XFL uh, that wasn't going to kick off until way later in the year. Then the AAF comes around and you're hoping that sticks around and then it folds. Uh, do, you know, did you already know like the XFL was a thing by then and you knew that it was probably the next step um in terms of yeah, I mean, playing pro football?
1: Yeah, we had uh well, you know, for me it was you know, whether it was X F L or hope, you know, try and uh, you know, get a shot with the NFL, um, after the AAF. But we had heard of the XFL and I knew it was coming around. Um, but a lot of it was just gonna depend on you know, were we gonna be stuck in a contract with the AF? We right. didn't have any idea that worked. <clears throat> so but yeah, we had heard about the XFL and there was a lot of people talking about it. We were excited about it.
0: For sure. So we're definitely hoping the XFL sticks around. I mean, knowing that they have the money, they're going to utilize it well. And of course, a lot like like a lot of restaurants in this world, you are always going to start off in the red, and that's what's going to happen um, with a lot of start off, you know, football teams. But I feel like with all these, you know, um, top tier, uh, you know, TV channels like that are going to be broadcasting you guys. I think it should turn out pretty well. Um, you know, at the at the end of the day, I just feel like you guys are gonna put on a great show. Um, especially you got you guys are gonna be end up kicking off um, this weekend, so that should be very very exciting. Um, talking about your preparation going into those games, how do you feel about the Battle Hawks in general?
1: Man, we're we we have a squad over here. Like <laughs> we have a squad. You guys, you guys will see on Sunday, man. I mean, oh, we're
0: gonna see, yeah, absolutely.
1: You know, I. I I've talked about it before I mean we are fast we're physical we're smart I mean like it's just I. It, and I'm mainly speaking defensively I mean our offense obviously they they got some, some serious weapons and they got some size up front like I'm excited to see what they do but I don't know all the ins and outs the of offense but from a defensive standpoint we'll be the best defense in the league
2: alright yeah so, uh, so this is Chris right now um I'm co hosting with Eric. So, uh, just one question I have for you would be obviously, you've had some past with some other teams and other leagues, um, and now you're going into the XFL. So, how do you keep staying motivated? You know, you're, you've been through a, a tough route all the way up to where you are today, um, you know, with leagues folding and, and getting cuts, stuff like that. You know, what really keeps you motivated? How do you keep moving forward and, uh, you know, keep your hopes up?
1: I mean, it's it's not really one thing. It's a blend of a lot of things. You know, first, you know, my faith um, that you know God's got a plan for me, and I'm gonna keep you know working my butt off, and I'll something will come of it, uh, and it already as, as it as it already has. If you were to look, if you were to you know tell my story to me eight years ago, I you know I'd be like, well, that's you know there's a lot of a lot of things that have to happen for that to you know for that to, to, to go that way and, and it has you know i mean i'm blessed to even be in the xfl and this has been awesome you know an awesome journey um and then also you know just my family um you know i have a really supportive uh, parents uh you know my girlfriend she's awesome and encouraging and you know me being away is not an issue, and you know, it's just been – I got—I got, I have a lot of support back home, and that oh. helps a lot.
2: Yeah, yeah. I mean, um, you know, one thing that I just want to note before I ask my next question and that I really applaud you in is that, you know, as you mentioned, you, you, you believe you can play in the NFL and you know you have the talent to do that, but your comment is, you know, it's more internal. You you say, I want to be the best football player that I can be, um, you know, and, and whether that's in the NFL, the XFL, the AAF, no matter where you land, you know, it's really, it's really nice to hear that that's what you're focused on, you know, being – just a great football player because sometimes when people get to the NFL, for example, you know, they're, they're always broadcasted. So they're the easy targets. Um, sometimes, you know, their characters change and, and it's, it, they're just different people. And it's, it's good to know that some people still care about the game and it's not all about the money and the fame. There, there is some love for the sport as well.
1: Yeah. And i just, I mean, <clears throat> you know, a lot of people think that the XFL is just um, a stepping stone to the NFL for a lot of guys. It's not, I mean, this is, high-end professional football and there's guys here who have and will and can play in the NFL and you know for me it's not about trying to get to the NFL you know I'm just I'm playing football and it's a blessing to be here Um and I'm gonna play the highest level that I can play at um, from a person you know what I mean like I'm gonna play my best ball here in the XFL and uh, you know, you guys will see it. It's going to be a great year.
0: Absolutely. And what I like about, you know, what happened with the AF, even though, even though it did fold and it led you into this journey into the XFL, when the AAF initially folded, I remember – teams of the nfl were actually bringing in a bunch of guys that were in the aaf to come on their practice squad and everything and knowing at the level you guys are playing at in the aaf and you guys are going to step it up and you guys say you have a squad on the battle hawks and all these other teams we're going to have to wait and see exactly what they have as well this should be a phenomenal stepping stone for you guys to head into the nfl and again you guys are primarily focused on what's going on in the xfl focus on your games i think that should be very exciting i think that's very encouraging for you guys heading into the season yeah
1: yeah i mean we're just we're not Too worried about what's going on in the NFL right now. Right, we got one mission, and that's we got one goal, and that's to win the championship
0: gotcha uh so a quick question for you so when you guys are you know practicing and you guys actually getting everything figured out as a team as a defensive front what film do you guys watch is it anything in the AAF in particular like since you guys are preparing for the Dallas renegades and you actually won't know exactly what you're going to see until you go out there and you only know what's going on at practice do you guys watch AAF film do you watch NFL film of these specific guys that you're you know looking to find weak spots for or how how does preparation go about um in practice
1: well, uh, you know, I mean I'm there's a lot of I can't really dig in too many too right. much detail yeah. of what we've been doing. But you know, when we had all the teams got preseason film from each other from okay. all the preseason practices and games. Okay. So like when we played, like, you know, we had our preseason game against Dallas. So we have all that film. And and we had a joint practice against it. So right. we got all that film yep. too. Um But,
0: you know, all the teams have each other's preseason film. Gotcha, gotcha. Um, So we're going to see exactly what happens this Sunday um, with the St. Louis Battlehawks going up against the Dallas Renegades. I'm very excited to watch this game. Jake, I appreciate you for coming on the show today. Really appreciate it. Um, If you have any other guys on the team interested in being on the show, we'll be more than happy to bring them on, dude. Um, We're very excited for this XFL season. We're actually in the New York, New Jersey area, so we'll be watching a lot of Guardians games, and I – made the mistake of seeing that the Guardians were reversing you guys, and I thought they were going to be home, so I was going to be very excited about that since I was interviewing someone on the opposing team, and I was going to be very excited to go to that, but they're actually away um, going to St. Louis, so uh big mistake no, we on play, my part.
1: We play in, no, we play in New York. You're well. in New we York? New York okay, so I, I guess... We play
0: New York twice. Oh, gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, I was looking at the schedule. I was like yeah. trying to look for. I'm like, I'm pretty sure I saw they were home. So I guess now we'll be actually be at that game. We're actually discussing that right before um, we interviewed you. So we're very excited to watch you play, especially coming into this weekend. We'll be there for that game as well, Jake. I can't thank you enough for being on the show today, man.
1: Hey, man, it's been a pleasure. I'm always down to talk football anytime you guys want. So, all
0: right, good I'll luck this Sunday, that. man. Appreciate it. All right, I'll see you.